2: think appropriate for us that has a message. Then um, the only song I can really kind of think of. I'm Bianca Madison Amos, the host of the Once Broken podcast, where we share inspirational stories of overcoming brokenness and finding healing and redemption. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at oncebrokenpodcast and on Twitter at oncebrokenpod. Get ready for some candid conversations, real talk, and a whole lot of fun. Hey everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked I'm Carissa, how's it going? You just heard from Bianca from the Once Broken podcast um, I listened to an episode of hers today And in this episode she has a special guest, Shanine Alicia Young And they talk about whether or not 2020 is a trash year And it is a great episode Honestly, the the energy and the vibes are like amazing so you guys should definitely definitely check out her her podcast as a whole i will continue to listen to her it's she's an amazing podcaster so go and check her out how's everyone doing i hope everyone's well and that things are going well as well (laughs) how many how many times did i just say well (laughs) like seriously i'm telling you like It's what we're we're episode 17 I think I don't yes episode 17 and honestly still fumbling along on how to open this (laughs) this show up oh man seriously but I do hope everyone's keeping well and safe Um, hope everybody is still continuing to educate themselves And checking themselves (laughs) you guys are probably thinking please no god don't go into your tirade like you did last week (laughs) I just had a lot to get off my chest and in all honesty I have so much more but I'm not going to get into it this week because we have a lot to cover this is like I'm super excited about this episode actually because last week's episode um, kind of prompted me to look into well, look for information and research on this week's episode. And this week, we're going to talk about Fiji. And everybody's like, what the hell, Carissa? I should have opened up the show by saying Bula, but I didn't. I-, I just went on to say, hey, and a lot of you are like, what is Bula? And we will be getting into it, let me tell you. So super excited about this episode. As I mentioned, go check out Bianca from the Once Broken podcast, and let's get into it because we have So much to cover. I mean, so much to cover. I know you're all ready to get onto that like magic carpet. We're going to take a ride. We're going to go all the way down to like Fiji. I don't know if it's all the way down to Fiji. Like, well, like geographically speaking, it's not really going all the way down. But we're going to even talk about its geographical location. (laughs) Because I definitely, 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 (laughs) definitely. I definitely needed to pinpoint where it was on the map. I was like, okay, I know Fiji is kind of like Mauritania. I know kind of whereabouts, but exactly, I had no clue. And so Wikipedia, I'm telling you, thank you. <laughs> Ooh, I just had a major blast from the past where it took me back to seventh grade in Mexico City. And I remember our final test It was like geography and the teacher gave us like a blank map and we had to write down like on the map like a 100 countries, you know, and their capitals and like, oh, I I just that just came back to me and I'm thinking, the hell do I remember from that? I remember that. (laughs) But apart from that, wow, it's like each time I go to a different country or whatnot, like you know, for the show or whatever. And I'm just like, wait, hold up. Where exactly is this country? Wait, what's the capital? Like there's some that come immediately. And then there's others where it's just blank. And I'm like, I know it, but I can't remember it. Damn. So as I mentioned, we're taking our magic carpet ride and we're going to Fiji. And we're going to be checking out Fiji's beauty ideals and body image. Now it's, again it's going to be a lot of past present past present or as present as some of the articles that i found were or are but we're 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 going to look at um the location of fiji a little bit of like background history the different ethnic groups and then we're going to talk about this um these re- academic research papers i came across that were very insightful um but before we get into all of that i wanted to um mention a few like common greetings from like fiji so you heard me say bula before and um well bula is the most common word you'll hear across fiji we're going to be hearing it (laughs) and it's used to greet people or say hello so i should have like i mentioned started off the episode by saying bula but i didn't i said hey yeah great carissa But when you say Bula to someone, you are actually wishing them life. Now, a more formal greeting is Nisabula or Nisabula Venaka. So like I said, Nisabula, it's either used as a more formal greeting or as a welcome. And it's an extension on Bula because you're wishing a person good health and happiness as well. Now, considering that I am recording this episode at eight o'clock actually i started much before that have taken a few breaks in between um but at uh i'm recording 8 a.m here cyprus time so i should have actually used the greeting of yadra so while you'll hear bula like and it can work at any time of the day yadra is the official fijian way to greet someone in the morning so yadra everyone so remember bula That's the most common word you'll hear across Fiji, and it's wishing someone life. Nisabula or Nisabula Vinaka is more formal and is used as a welcome, and it extends on the Bula by wishing a person good health and happiness. And finally, we have Yadra, which is the official Fijian way to greet someone in the morning. So that was just like a little like... How would you call it just a little insight of how they greet each other how they greet people and uh, So sorry by the way, I will apologize for my horrific Mispronunciation of words at this point. I probably butchered the greetings and again as I just I suck at like pronunciations So I'm trying my best so sorry People are just going to be like, what the hell? Why is she butchering (laughs) the language? It's okay, even English, I butcher it too. I mean, shit, dude. (laughs) And so it begins. Here we go. Ooh, excited. All right, Fiji. Officially, it's um, called the Republic of Fiji. And in February 2011, the Prime Minister's office issued a statement saying that the name of the state had officially changed from the Republic of the Fiji Islands to the Republic of Fiji. And the name that was written in the 1997 constitution was now void. So officially it's known as the Republic of Fiji. So Fiji is an island country in Melanesia, which is part of Oceania in the South Pacific Ocean. And it's about 2000 kilometers northeast of New Zealand's North Island. So its closest neighbors are Vanuatu to the west, New Caledonia to the southwest, Tonga to the east, the Samoas, and France's Wallace and Fortuna to the northeast. Now, if instead of taking our carpet, our magic carpet, and flying to fiji if we go by because i'm not too sure how that carpet's going to withstand anything at this point but let's just say if we actually go the traditional way of taking an airplane so if we go and take an airplane and from australia to fiji the distance is 4644 kilometers to the others that use miles hi it's 2886 i got you I got you, no worries. 2,886 miles. So that means that um, the plane, which has an average speed about of five, uh, 560 miles, um, like from Australia to Fiji, it would take about 5.15 hours to arrive. And that's how my brain works. I was just like, right, if I want to get to Fiji from Cyprus, that means I will go Cyprus, Dubai, or Abu Dhabi, And then i'm not too sure if they have direct flights to like australia from there i guess they probably do unless you gotta go to india or china and then to australia either way it's going to take like a day plus and then take like a plane from australia to fiji which is another five hours and 5.15 hours to get there so i'm thinking basically i got a good two and a half days of traveling and i'm like can these old bones really stand that kind of travel i'm still trying to get over like the experience i had going back to martinique last year in november and i'm like oh god my body's still recovering from that so fiji consists of an archipelago of 333 islands of which about 110 are permanently inhabited the two major islands Vit- levu and van Nua Levu account for 87% of the total population and the total population um, is 883,483 so many numbers at this point so the capital is Suva and when we did the Mauritania episode um, now of course every country has a very long and complex history but I was able to Take a bit more let's say from Mauritania's history Like Fiji's history when I was reading up about it And I used like yes Wikipedia and Encyclopedia Britannica online I mean honestly I had to reread like so many times since it, I was getting so confused and I'm like This is this is complex I mean there's just there's so much That went on And I was like Okay If I took Bits and pieces of it I think I would have to Divide this Um Podcast episode Into like 10 Episodes Because it's just There's so much history there Just so much So I decided to Take it from the time That the British Granted Fiji independence Because Oh It's just so complex Um But Uh if you guys like want i can definitely share (laughs) i can share like the the different articles obviously that that i i came across while um researching uh fiji and so you guys can just take a look at the history because wow what a history um so the british granted fiji independence in 1970 so democratic rule of fiji was interrupted by two military coups in 1987 um and that came about because it precipitated by a growing perception that the government was dominated by the Indo-Fijian or the Indian community. And we're going to talk about the different different ethnic groups um, a bit later. The second 1987 coup saw both the Fijian monarchy and the governor general replaced by a non-exe sorry non-executive president. And the name of the country changed from Dominion of Fiji to Republic of Fiji. And then in 97, Republic of the Fiji Islands, and then back again to Republic of Fiji. So already there, the, the, name cha- the name has changed quite a bit also. So fast forward to the year 2000, and that brought along another coup, which was instigated by George, I don't know how to say his last name, Spaghet, uh, S-P-E-I-G-H-T. S-P-E-I-G-H-T. Um, so it was instigated by George here, and it uh, toppled the government of Mahendra Chaudhry, who in 1997 had become the country's first Indo Fijian prime minister. In 2006, there was another military coup, um, a military coup d'etat by Commodore Frank by Nimarama, and this is because he cited corruption within the government. So then we fast forward to 2014, where a general election took place on the 17th of September, a day before my birthday, 2014. And by Nimarama's um, Fiji First Party won with 59.2% of the vote. Now, from the time in um, 2006, when there was that military coup, to 2014, there was so much that happened again within Fiji. Um it's just there's just so much. Um, but his Fiji first party won with fifty nine point two percent, as mentioned. And currently, um the the president that's there now is Major General geoji Conrote and Frank Bainimarama is the prime minister. Whew, that's uh, that's a lot. <laughs> so I know that's that's a lot of names, that's a lot of dates, that's a lot of numbers. <laughs> and I know I c- it can get confusing. I mean, I I was getting confused and I was like, "Wait, what?" Huh? You know, the number that stuck out was 333 like, I- you know, islands and <laughs> 110 are like inhabited. Huh? And and then the dates here and there okay fair enough I, I i did politics and i did a bit of history and i am a history buff but whoo all right so now we're going to actually get into the ethnic um groups within fiji so the population of fiji is mostly made up of native fijians who are uh, melanesians and they make up 54.3 percent although many also have polynesian ancestry and then you have the indo-fijians which make up 38.1% of the population and the indo-fijians are descendants of um the indian contract laborers that were brought to the island by the british at the time when they had it as a colony back in the 19th century don't make me start with with colonialism because honestly mm-mm, it that's a whole Rant and rave <laughs> So the percentage of the population of Indo-Fijian descent has declined Significantly over the last two decades And this is due to Migration and other other reasons So the Indo-Fijians uh, Suffered reprisals for a period After the Fiji coup of 2000 and there's also A small but significant group of Descendants of indentured laborers From the Sol- uh, Solomon Islands Um. So another group that makes up uh, the Fijian population is the Rotuman, and they make up 1.2%. So natives of Rotuma Island, whose culture has, like, has more in common with countries such as Tonga or Samoa, uh, Samoa than the rest of Fiji, so that's the Rotomans, and they make up 1.2%. There are also small but economically significant groups of Europeans, Chinese, and other Pacific Island minorities. The membership of the other ethnic groups is about 4.5% that they make up. And then you have about 3,000 or so people, or about like 0.3% of the people living in Fiji are from um, Australia. So this This is the diversity This is the ethnic groups within Fiji And and the the two Dominant ones um, Are the native Fijians um, Well the native uh, Yeah the indigenous Fijians And then you have the Indo-Fijians And those are the descendants of the Indian contract laborers So already there We have a bit of a (laughs) It's complex I know I know it's okay. We're going to get there, guys. We're going to get there. All right, you guys. We're going to get into it. I hope you guys have something uh, refreshing to drink next to you or a nice hot cup of cocoa or coffee. Depending on where you are, you might need something refreshing or something hot. But we're going we're gonna to get into it because there is a lot. So much. So much. <laughs> Here we go. So Fiji is a country um, rich with uh, with traditions and culture And for decades the two dominant ethnic groups Which we mentioned before are Indo-Fijians And the indigenous Fijians or the native Fijians So each have maintained their distinct cultural values and practices Now Fiji is a country that's experiencing rapid westernization Technological advancement and an influx of mass media so cultural traditions, lifestyles, and ideal, uh, ideals are changing rapidly and have changed So the main resource I'm, I'm referencing um, actually uh, is uh, a research project paper written uh, by Melissa Kong And it was written back in 2007, so it's about 13 years old uh, So here we go So she says that the purpose of uh, the research project is to determine whether there is a particular body ideal in Fiji. And if that body ideal is different um, in the capital city of Suva, than the more rural villages, uh, rural village settings where Dr. Ann Baker performed her body image research back in the eighties and nineties. Now, if you remember um, in the last episode, we, I did mention Dr. Ann Baker and, uh, she she did she conducted a few studies like it said in the 80s and the 90s because the introduction of tv uh was back in 1995 and so she did her research before the introduction of tv and then after to see the influence of tv on fijian culture so uh, Kong says that she wanted to understand the degree to which people were satisfied with their current appearance as well as what young women feel has mostly, uh, most greatly impacted body image and beauty ideals in Fiji today. Uh, in addition, she says, I wanted to add to Baker's research by including uh, Indo-Fijian women as the Indian population is almost equal, almost equal to the indigenous, uh, indigenous Fijian population. So uh, Kong says that inclu- including Indo-Fijian women in her research allows her to compare differences and similarities in body and beauty ideals between the two dominant racial or ethnic populations. So in her research paper, she because it is written, I mean, it's it's an academic research paper. So she does talk about the methodology used, um, how she she conducted inter- uh, interviews, the questions that she asked and also the requirements that the participate, uh, participants needed In order to partake in the study So she um, also mentions that she's interviewed women Between the ages of 17 to 21 And this is because that's the period of physical and mental translation for, uh, transi- Translation? No, transition for most young women But then she decided uh, Kong to expand the age range Because she found that older participants Had a lot of valuable information To contribute to the topic of body image And beauty ideals Especially how body ideals Like changed in the past 10 years So from 2007 So between 1997 to 2007 She also mentioned That she added another two women um, From another ethnic group um, Because they could provide a further pers- like another perspective and a different insight on the topic of body ideals in Fiji today now as mentioned her study took place in Suva which is the capital okay <laughs> you guys are I know you guys are dizzy you're like what the hell is happening What what is she smacking us with getting to the good good all of it is so good here we go so in order to actually understand beauty and body ideals in Fiji we're gonna have to look at the culture so unlike western societies the body in Fiji historically has been a representation of a collective rather than the individual so this means that um, it does not represent one's inner self so in western society we have more of an individual representation of it here in Fiji and this is in the past it's it's changed a little bit but um, it's, it's a collective um, So it represents the culture and family That one is a member of As a result, the body is meant to be worked on by others As opposed to the individual self So unlike in Western society We individually, we take care of, of, of our body I go to the gym, I eat healthy My body, I shape it and in Fiji, fee- in, in 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 the past in fiji it was um your body is worked on by others uh, so usually this is through the careful preparation and encouraged consumption of food by one's family and the community so you don't shape your body your family and your community it's their responsibility because they work as a collective to work on each other's bodies as opposed to the individual i'm working on my body no, no, we are working on my body all right so uh as mentioned and this is again in the past remember that right now i'm talking about how the body was seen how it was worked on in the past in fijian um, society and fijian culture so the ideal body traditionally has been a bigger more muscular build as this is the shape um and it's as this is the shape and it's a sign of Uh, Being well cared for And it's fit for performing Arduous work Uh, So we also have To keep in mind that any nation Traditionally affected by famine And food shortages such as Fiji Even in Mauritania Many African like um, Countries as well And uh, like a robust Weight uh, was seen as Beautiful And this this is true And this was true in Fiji So in the past, Fijians were not motivated to reshape their bodies because while Fijian women showed an admiration for a particular aesthetic appeal of certain body features. So, for example, large calves, which kind of reminds me of like back in Henry VIII's time, like you would see in those kind of portraits that the calves, there's you zoom in on the calves, that's for sure. And um, a robust body They didn't express an interest in Or focus on efforts towards Attaining this culturally idealized shape So yes they had this thing of Yes we uh, uh, A particular aesthetic Is this But we're not going to be like Working on it To attain it Keep this in mind so as mentioned, for Fijian women, the body wasn't meant to be shaped by the self, but rather the community in which one lives and the family one is part of. Exercise was never a concern for Fijians as it comes unconsciously and is a daily matter for most because they perform like household and family chores, both inside and out of the home. So thinking of like, ooh, let's lift weights or let's, you know, go to the gym and I don't know, do whatever. Let's do our hit you know exercises or our cardio or whatnot no this this wasn't a thought back in the day well back in the day in the past even in the past 30 years because they would perform arduous work they would do you know household chores inside and outside of the home um, so there is like we said a preference for larger more robust bodies in Fijian society because of the association that it's a positively valued trait of vigor and ability to work. And as we mentioned again there's an there was a lack of or an absence of interest in invest in investing your body as part of a project as we do today like saying okay I am the sculptor uh you know of my body and I can make it look like this uh there in Fijian culture uh in the past it wasn't like that. So what differentiates Fijians from Westerners? It's the degree of interest in attaining a particular body ideal as an exercise of self-enhancement. Uh, so according to the study by... Uh, by the way, I mentioned like Dr. Anne and I said Baker. It's Becker. <laughs> so sorry. So according to a study by Becker, it should not be concluded that Fijians are unconcerned with body weight. Fijians, and I quote... Are extraordinarily attentive To fluctuations in weight And make frequent and direct comments And this is where it's interesting Which speculate on the cause of the changes So they relate them to disturbances In the social milieu Or alternatively To a caretaker's social skills So this is very interesting actually Again this refers to rural areas And we're talking about About Almost 30 years ago and more, um, is where they'll they are uh concerned about one's body weight, not one's body weight, but let's see, they come up to me and they say, Oh, well, there's something different about you in the way that you not look, but in the weight, they're they they'll make the comments and they'll see the difference but it's not a comment directed towards me it's more of the comment of so what's happening within your community why isn't your family like taking care of you properly because you've lost weight and for them in the past losing weight was like a kind of insult they didn't want that because it shows that your community and your family is not taking care of you the way that you should be taken care of you should
0: there's an underdog story happening today in america one that couldn't have been scripted small businesses are fighting to make a big comeback but in the moment they have the least they're giving the most they're rallying communities feeding those in need yet asking for little in return it's pretty incredible isn't it but they still need our support now more than ever Small Unites is making it simple for everyone to take action and give back to the small business that unites us all. Shop, share, and donate today at smallunites.org.
2: Be much bigger, much more robust. You need to, like, work hard. You can't go around being thin, basically. So this is very interesting how, like, in Western society, we have a tendency of complimenting someone if they lose weight, although I'm not going to even get into, like, the psychological effects that that can have. Um, But anyway, that's something else But we, we compliment people on if there is a loss of weight Whereas back in the day in Fijian culture It was like, you shouldn't be losing weight Which means that your family and your community Are not taking care of you What's happening there? What, what what's the, What's the deal? What is this? The notion of being well cared for Is a huge part of traditional Fijian culture In regards to body morphology, care is displayed Through the laboring of communities on its members' bodies One is expected to allow others to shape his or her personal body So unlike Western society, the body was not meant to be personally cultivated And this was in the past So again, we have to, because we're so ingrained into Western culture Where it's the individual, I, 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 I my body my rules which okay i'm totally for it trust me i'm like my body my rules my hair my this whatever i want to do with it it's none of your business in fijian culture in the past it was like no no my body was taken care of by my community by my family they shaped it i had nothing like I, i didn't have that responsibility placed on me It fell onto others and my responsibility would be to take care of other people's bodies and to show that it's well cared for so this is important because in allowing others to cultivate the body one establishes their social presence in Fijian societies by engaging in and abiding by the complex social rules relating to informal and formal care and this is of utmost importance to Fijians again like we said it's not on the individual or autonomous self the it's rather the collective community i'm just gonna say that when i was like reading up on all of this i found it just fascinating because yes growing up in like this western um culture this it's western culture it's just um even coming from a kind of family where it was uh traditionally there working in the collective, I was just like, uh n- no. <laughs> like I wasn't part of I didn't feel part of that collective in the family, you know, kind of thing. I'm just like mm, individual, like me, me, me. And not in, in 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 an egotistical way. It's just like, no, yes, I am of you and a part of you, but what i do and how what i do with my body is my concern what food i eat is none of your concern it's my concern don't 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 be coming up in my business that's how i see it i'm just like "Mm," it's all about my business but i i found it so fascinating of how this fijian culture was in the past where it was like even down to the body it's not your body it's the collectives it's your family's body and I'm like oh okay that's definitely a different it just it's it just puts so much in perspective seriously we're going to mention um Dr. Ann Becker's study that was conducted back in January 1988 and to April 1989 and she found that while overweight and obese shapes Were given a low rating for attractiveness by the participants The women gave these body shapes a high quality of care rating This shows that for Fijian women assessing Oh, sorry, I just got a notification that my soul sister Josie is say, is Just sent me something Anyway, sorry um, So this shows that for Fijian women assessing an ideal shape Based just on how people rate bodies for attractiveness Would be misleading because there are other qualities That are valued just as much Or even more than attractiveness Such as a body that is well cared for Which can also be viewed as the ideal body shape in a society Where quality of care is the main focus So yes the low rating for attractiveness But participants gave it a high rating Based on quality of care so prior to the 1990s, um, anorexia and bulimia were thought to be rare or non-existent among ethnic Fijians. There would be the indigenous uh, Fijians or Indo-Fijians and the rest uh, of the ethnic uh, the different ethnic groups there. There were two locally defined eating disorders. This is interesting. This is so interesting So there are two locally def- Or there were two locally defined eating disorder disorders One being macaque Macaque So sorry for the bad, bad pronunciation So macaque And this was um, a loss of appetite Rather than a suppression of appetite And then the other um, defined eating disorder Was a phrase that was used And it's going thin so, going thin. So this is this is again interesting. The existence of these locally defined eating disorders indicated that there is an awareness of the body and its uh, cultivation or lack thereof. So both of these locally defined eating disorders reflect a huge social concern with appetite and a fear of weight loss. So this is a little bit. Um, When we mentioned eating disorders last week And we mentioned the three Main uh, eating disorders So we talked about anorexia, bulimia And binge eating disorder um, This is completely different macaque and going thin Which were the locally defined eating disorders It's very contradictory To the way we think Of eating disorders In the sense of You know Anorexia and bulimia It's the fear of gaining weight Whereas for them in Fijian society It's the fear of losing weight You know, it was just like No, no, there's a, there's a lack of cultivation of your body You're supposed to be bigger, not smaller What is this? So in in last week's episode You'll remember that I briefly mentioned The study conducted by uh, Dr. Anne Becker Regarding the introduction of TV In, uh, in Fiji back in 1995 So Three years after that, so in 1998, a study was conducted to see how TV and Western shows influenced Fiji. So in 1998, the study examined the impact of the introduction of TV on ethnic Fijian adolescent girls' identity and body image in rural Fiji. Becker collected narrative data from 30 schoolgirls and the median age was about 16.9 years old. So what was interesting is that the results showed That there was a dramatic increase in indicators of disordered eating During the three years following the introduction of television With Western programming to the community And it was also a period of time where there was a rapid Social and economic transition also within Fiji So Becker, her study found that TV did appear to have shifted And redefined body ideals an aesthetic presentation And it stimulated a desire to acquire elements Of the lifestyles portrayed on these western TV shows So um, what Becker found when she was conducting her study uh, It was the particular comments made by, partici- uh, by the participants And it reflected a motivation to reshape their bodies which was very, very different From the traditional Fijian way of thinking about the body um, Many women made comments suggesting That social and economic su- success Was related to being slim and weighing less So Dr. Becker suggests that television Has certainly imported more than just images Associating appearance with material success It has arguably enhanced uh, Reflexivity about the possibility of Reshaping one's body and life trajectory And it popularized the notion of Competitive social positioning This again goes against Everything that traditionally Fiji culture was So in the time when Fiji is in a period of social transition Women in Fiji are exposed To the body ideals and beauty standards That are present in the media And make a connection between Particular cultural symbols And enhanced social and financial status So if you're actually thinking About these shows back in the 90s Actually even shows like you know Today sometimes um, You know shows back in the 90s Were like 90210 was popular And um, Melrose Place Was popular And a whole bunch of other shows From back in the 90s where the way you looked apparently Influenced your social standing And your success uh, You know financial success Economic success and I'm looking Back at a lot of these TV shows and I'm like Yes and this also goes Back to I mean there's just all the Episodes I think the last like four, four, four episodes Yeah I think it's the last four Episodes or more i'm drawing a blank but where we we did talk about colorism we did talk about thin privilege we did talk about a lot of these issues where again things that have been portrayed in the media if you're like fairer skinned for example if you have a certain um body type um you know, in a lot of these shows, the representation of, of it is that if you are thin, if you're of a certain color, you have more success socially, you have more success financially, you have. And so it, it's deeply ingrained within our society. And then here we are, where it's introduced to Fijian society. And then they start seeing the correlation, also thinking, ooh, if I'm thinner, then I'll be more successful in life. And they start kind of getting away from that community feeling and they start putting an emphasis more on the individual self which goes totally against uh, their 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 traditions. So going back into to the article Melissa Kong the writer of the the academ- academic research paper that I'm referencing she says that traditionally Fijian um, culture has not generally supported social mobil- mobility Aspirations to higher education And social pretension Because these things were actually criticized And actively discouraged in Fijian communities And why is that? Because that means that you're focusing on your individual self Instead of the community and the family The collectiveness You're more focused on the you, you, you And not about the us, us, us um, Yeah And then we go back to Becker's finding That more and more women wish to achieve a thin-body ideal Highlights the contrast between traditional and modern perspectives And this ties a shift to the recent And recent, we're talking about over 20 years ago The recent influx and impact of the media on Fijian um, culture and society So I'm going to focus a little bit more on um, Kong's research study and so when the paper when the paper was written back in 2007 but maybe she did her she conducted her research in 2005 2006 I'm not too sure exactly when it was conducted but she asked uh, Kong asked if there was a particular body ideal and she um, conducted her uh, her study on like 13 participants So all 13 said that most but not all people wanted to look thin A majority of the participants also felt that the older generations of women Did not face the same pressures to be thin or look a particular way And this is again because there was an introduction of TV back in 1995 So before that there wasn't this kind of westernization of Fijian culture So uh, Kong asked the participants why Did the older generation not face the same pressures And most of the participants said that It's due at least in some part to the influence of the media and modernization 12 out of the 13 also made comments relating thinness to a desire to be fashionable and wear nice clothes and 11 of the participants said that d- the desire to be thin Came in large part as a result of wanting to attract male attention Or a potential partner So there, there are a few I actually wanted to read just a few of the answers That the participants um, gave um, During the question and answer session of the study I, I, I don't have paper thing Because I don't believe in <laughs> wasting paper to you know print out all of this so i'm clicking to see exactly where let me see here we go here we go so here as mentioned when asked what was thought to be the biggest influence on body image ideals in fiji today 11 participants said that media has the biggest influence and one of them said it's always available to people and people try to be like their favorite celebrities Um, Another one said The media is a powerful tool That influences teenagers Many young people would love To have a beautiful image Adorned with the latest fashions Which they have seen On television and magazines Another, um, Another participant said The television influenced me On how to take care of myself And how to feel good Here it says um, Six participants also said that Peers have a strong influence On body image and beauty ideals today Um, One said that's who We are around the most You try to fit in It's very interesting Um, I wonder if That's how Because again before It was like being part of the collective Whereas now it's like More the individual self It's very interesting this shift That's happened Um, Kong asked When asked whether participants ever felt pressure by anyone to gain or lose Weight some said that they have never Experienced such pressures However seven of the participants Did feel pressured Three to gain weight and four to Lose weight One of the four that said they Felt pressured to lose weight three, um, Three were indigenous Fijian women Um, And all And the three of the women That felt pressured To gain weight Were Indo-Fijian women This is again Very interesting It's just so interesting I don't know I just find it like Fascinating (laughs) Um, When asked to describe The ideal body type An overwhelming majority Listed the words Slim and tall But interestingly Most of the comments Indicated that being slim Or being curvy Was not acceptable One had to be just right So this is like some of the answers they gave here Um, Slim but not skinny Slim and about average height Slim, not too tall, not too curvy Your height and size should match So so these are some of the the answers that the participants gave Uh, Kong asked, like, do you think most of your peers feel happy with their appearance? Uh, some of the answers said They want to lose uh, their weight And become skinny goats Okay, alright um, Another one said Definitely not They, all, they always wish they could go, they could go slim um, Another participant said No, they are always told You're too fat or you're too skinny And it does get to their head Messes with their self-esteem See, this is very interesting, again, because of the introduction of the media and Western media. I, d- I wonder if, again, psychologically, if there was ever studies, I should have like looked this up, but to talk about self-esteem, I wonder if these societies and cultures that weren't um, influenced by Western media, did they ever think... Was there self-esteem issues Was self-esteem even In their vocabulary I, I feel like a lot of these things Like come into play once They're exposed to Western beauty ideals Standards and the western media And and it's just It's very interesting uh, Here another one said My peers love their food but watch They watch what they eat they are They are health freaks Their appearance is important to them Mm -hmm. Ah, This is fascinating When asked to describe the typical indigenous Fijian body type Answers were consistent Uh, So some of the answers were Heavyweight, fat, or fit Some are like Indians But mostly Fijians are quite fat Their Their weight might be 60 to 70 kilos And I'm thinking That What That constitutes as being fat Being in between the like Weight of 60 to 70 kilos I'm like what Um So and they were saying actually In in when she asked those questions um, Many felt that indigenous Fijians Tended to weigh more than Indo-Fijians And also many of them um, Referenced the frizzy or curly hair So this is again like Interesting Um Here this is what one of them said There are two kinds Those that are beginning to look like Indians Dieting and looking slim But some are becoming weight conscious And looking anorexic The other half seem not to care And are proud of how big they are Some are big and fat This is one of the answers That one of the participants um, uh, gave very interesting it's all very fascinating um, I'm, I would like seriously Continue in giving like answers You know that the answers that these Participants gave but I could go on and on What I'll do is definitely post the link To the academic paper so that you guys Can take a look um, The answers Are like The answers like given are Basically on pages 19 to 25 um, That's where It's definitely like Where she she shows Kong shows more of her studies and the questions and how a lot of the participants answered So I wanted to like note the major differences actually between Dr. Ann Becker's study and Melissa Kong's research paper So one of the main differences is that Becker Dr. Ann Becker focused on the more rural parts Whereas Kong's research focused on the capital, Suva Which is the center of technology, multiculturalism And consumerism Another notable difference is that uh, The last of Becker's research happened um, Before the introduction of TV And then again three years after The introduction to Western media in general Kong's research takes place more than a decade later Kong also included uh, the two main eth- ethnic groups within Fiji, which were the uh, indigenous Fijians and Indo-Fijians, but she also included a Banaban woman and one Rotuman woman. In Becker's research, it focused more on indigenous Fijian women. So again, there wasn't there was just that point of view. She didn't look at the other indigenous groups or one of the more dominant um, ethnic groups there. Um, The indo fijians So uh, definitely I'm telling you this paper And it's I could not find anything more recent Than 2007 And I was like what Like I would love to see how It's changed in the 13 years Since this academic research Paper was written And I'm like well how does one go about that um, but I'm definitely going to check if there's anything like on any kind of video files about it or anything. I'm going to go check out like YouTube. Uh, but I def when I was looking up and trying to research for this episode, this academic paper and that um, and the research conducted by Dr. Ann Becker were the most prominent results I had. And I a lot of the other articles Whether it be blog posts Or even an article written back in I think 1998 by the New York Times It referenced again Or sorry, 1999, sorry um, it, it referenced Dr. Ann Becker's like research So I'm just like, right If there's nothing more than I can find um apart from actually speaking to someone from Fiji, um, it's basically I'm gonna have to get my ass down there and 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 check it out for myself. Who wants to field trip? Who wants to come along with me on this magical ride and actually be immersed in Fiji culture and the society there? And to actually not only stay in the capital and not go snorkeling and scuba diving and spending a whole bunch of time on the beach. Who wants to go into the rural parts You know of Fiji And actually talk to the locals Because of course By the way also side note Back in 1995 um, in Fiji There was only one TV station That was being broadcast Now we're in 2020 So I, I can only imagine That they are bombarded You know um, By different It doesn't even have to be TV But it's just like, of course, they have the YouTube and they have this and they have social media now and they have. And I really want to see how it's affected not only the capital, but also rural areas. It's just these kind of studies are fascinating to me. The study of like culture is just anthropology in general is just so fascinating to me. History in general is fascinating to me You guys know I'm a history freak Seriously Um, And I just find all these kind of things Seriously when I thought about the topic And I, I started researching for it I seriously it was like orgasmic for me If anything I was so excited And so pumped for this episode And I was like this is what gets me off This is what excites me And you guys are probably thinking You just bombarded us with a whole bunch of information It's okay, you guys can listen and re-listen a whole bunch of times It's all good, it's all good Um, But I do hope that you enjoyed this episode And again, I'm going to continue my search I've been doing so much this week But I'm going to continue my search to see if I have anything else About at least the last five years Not the last research paper that was written like 13 years ago Or if there's even more More recent within the last one two years I couldn't find anything but I'll continue My search I'll look up on YouTube To see Um, And I'm going to be posting this academic Paper on um, Onto the Facebook group The Facebook page Uh, So yeah so you guys can have a look This is the part where I'm going to say Don't forget to join us on Facebook You can find us on Beauty Unlocked The podcast and on Instagram The family is growing we almost have 200 followers Um, So get up on to Instagram Find us on beauty underscore unlocked underscore podcast And don't forget That is it right Yes I think yes God it's been so long And don't forget to send me emails Tell me what you think Tell me how you're feeling Tell me what's happening I would love to hear from you guys About the different different experiences you have also Um, And don't forget that I'm still spreading awareness I'm still coming up with content also I'm still coming up with the list Of websites and numbers To contact um, In regards to eating Disorders if you suffer or A loved one someone close to you Family member who knows um, I'm, I'm Putting all those contact numbers because I have listeners from everywhere which is Mind-boggling so I'm trying to Get obviously like if you're listening from Australia which I know I have listeners in Australia Hey Hey <laughs> um, you guys i mean like won't be able to call that number so I'm, I'm looking up for the different numbers i'm compiling a list it's going to be put up there hopefully within the next week um also always spreading that awareness educating myself checking myself also as you all know that beauty unlocked unlocked stands with um the blm and black lives matter movement seriously let's not be divided in this situation let us unify let us educate each other and spread awareness as a person of color myself i am constantly educating myself on the issues i'm reading up i'm learning and i'm trying to also share as much content as i can that's why i've been so all over the place because i'm researching like this episode and then I'm researching like the different websites and numbers for eating disorders And at the same time I'm reading articles and you know listening to um, our fellow uh, black like podcasters like podcasts And I'm just I'm oh my god like I'm signing petitions I'm just all over the place So I'm a little behind a lot of things Um, But bear with me as always Don't forget to send me an email At uh, beautyunlockedpodcast At gmail.com I wish you guys a very safe Weekend And you will definitely hear from me Next week oh by the way today is Mercury retrograde Watch out everyone save your work But take this time to really Go within because there's going to be a lot of Suppressed emotions that will be coming up So you might be feeling overwhelmed Emotional but let's let's look inwards, <laughs> and um, let's let's grow from there. Definitely, let's grow from there. So you will definitely be hearing from me next week. Be safe and take care. Love you guys. Bye.
0: Wow.